Welcome to more news about the coronavirus. Just kidding. We are not talking about that because I don't have anything new to say that you haven't already heard 200 times. So, FitFizz friends, I'm glad you're here. Can we chat a little bit about extroverts and introverts? Do you feel energized or depleted after being around other people? There are a lot of misconceptions about introverts that extroverts really need to hear. So I'm really not kidding around here, extroverts. If you know or love someone who likes a lot of likes a lot of time alone, needs solitude, would rather stay home than go out to a crowded place, I am really begging you extroverts out there to please listen to this entire episode because over the past several years, I've come to terms with being a full-fledged introvert and I'm constantly astounded by how many people think that being an introvert means being quiet or shy and that is so far off base. It's downright wrong. And so I, I had to make this episode. It's been on my mind for a pretty long time. To the introverts listening, I'm trying to be a voice for all of us today, and maybe it can help make your life a little bit easier by giving you maybe new language on how to set boundaries with the extroverts in your life who repeatedly show that they have no idea what it's like to be in your shoes. And the more I've thought about this, like I said, this has been on my mind a long time. The more I thought about it, the more it astonishes me that this kind of thing, which really comes down to emotional intelligence is not taught in school or ever talked about in workplace wellness programs. The reason it's critical for extroverts to understand what I'm talking about today is that it's going to help you understand introverts a little bit better, maybe a whole a whole lot more, and have greater respect for uh, just respecting the boundaries that they need to have in place in order to be the best versions of themselves. In case you're new to the show and wondering who I am and why you should keep listening, I'm Kelly Wilson, owner of fitfizstudio.com, and I am a personal trainer, nutrition coach, behavior change specialist, autoimmune disease educator, and I've worked in the health and fitness industry for over 25 years. I'm here to help you ditch the gimmicks, find strength through your struggles, give you knowledge for making the smartest choices for your own health, and to remind you to celebrate victory all along the way. The information shared is for educational and informational purposes only. Nothing should be interpreted as an intent to diagnose, treat, cure, heal, or prescribe. All right. Today, we're really talking about how different types of people feel intrinsic energy and how we can all become better at managing the energy that we do have, especially introverts. So energy is a, it's a precious thing, right? Most of us could use more of it. And especially if you deal with any type of chronic health condition or autoimmune issues, you really could use a lot more of it. And I don't even know the words to adequately emphasize that I didn't even know how painfully tired it was possible to feel until I had severe autoimmune issues. They hit me like a ton of bricks, worse than that. Um, but energy would be, suddenly became more precious than ever. So that's why I explored all of this. And it's interesting that FitFizz already existed, being that it's based around the idea of energy. But it was truly a battle for me to accept that I had to learn to manage my energy much more effectively than I ever had before. But even in a healthy state, things can drain our energy, right? Stressful days at work, staying up 
all night for whatever reason or the illness of somebody, um, relationship trouble troubles or overscheduling your calendar to name a few things. Most people turn to coffee or some sort of caffeine in order to keep going when some kind of life event has drained your energy. Sometimes you don't really have a lot of control over hectic times in life and you do just have to keep pushing on sometimes. But then there is a different kind of energy, which is what we're talking about today. And I call it intrinsic energy. This is the energy that naturally emanates from your personality. Some people are naturally stoic or naturally upbeat. Some people smile constantly. Some people rarely show emotion. Those things are tied to personality, right? And it's possible that early life events or past trauma can affect a personality. But overall, if you think of anyone, your boss, your spouse, your friend, you can probably think of certain words that would describe their personality, right? And much of that has to do with the energy that you feel in their presence. But do you know if they're an introvert or an extrovert? You might not know unless they tell you. In fact, it's, you probably shouldn't assume. Since I've been speaking more openly about being an introvert because I have finally learned to accept that it's not a negative label to have, oh, I really used to carry a ton of shame around being labeled as an introvert because as a kid, it was always expressed in a very negative tone, which is part of the reason I feel a need to take a stand for introverts today. Now, you cannot tell if someone is an introvert or an extrovert by looking at them or watching their behavior in a social situation. And this is a huge teaching point right here. Because I have been so openly labeling myself as an introvert, so often I get a response like, really? But you're so outgoing. But you're so upbeat all the time. And you always have fun things to say and interesting things to say. Oh, really? You're an introvert? But you are a lovable. You danced in front of thousands of people and you have a podcast. How could you be an introvert? So one of my favorite performers of all time is a self-professed introvert. Maybe you've heard of her. Her name is Janet Jackson. <laughs> and she's performed in front of billions of people over the years, right? So the biggest point I need you to learn and for, I need you to learn this like once and for all. So there's no more confusion. I don't want to see this problem anymore is that Introvert is not a synonym for quiet or shy or being a homebody or anything like that. It is not. Simply put, what it does mean is that introverts feel an energetic depletion when they're around people. The more people there are, the more energetically depleted they feel once they're finally alone. It's kind of like a hangover of sorts. They might have been the most energized, upbeat, funny, charming person in the room. But if they're an introvert, they will feel energetically depleted after that social interaction. And the more energy they put into that social interaction, the more time alone they're going to need afterwards to recharge their figurative batteries. Extroverts feel uplifted and energetically refueled after social interactions. Extroverts often have a dislike for spending time alone. Time alone is, is when extroverts become energetically depleted. 
you might not have given this much thought before, this whole introvert, extrovert labeling thing. And that's fine if you haven't. Many people don't identify as either. When asked, they might say that they're somewhere in the middle or what's called also sometimes called an ambivert. Uh, Think of this as a spectrum, much in the way that sexuality is on a spectrum. There are some people that are totally straight, some people who are totally gay, and then there's a whole wide range of people in the middle that identify with different levels of bisexuality. And I think most people understand that. So think of the scale of extroverts and introverts in a similar way. So it's no big deal if you don't feel that you're strongly one or the other. But for those of us who do identify as introverts, I wish the world would do a better job of understanding what it's like to be us. Again, it really comes down to respecting boundaries of others. Extroverts. I'm not really worried about you because the world is really built for extroverts. Corporate work environments expect people to rise to the level of extroverts. It's also very interesting to talk to people who love to work from home and the people who hate it. Introverts absolutely excel at working from home and they can get so much more done when they have the peace and quiet of home. Extroverts Not so much. Extroverts need to feed off of the energy of other people in order to feel good or to feel like themselves. So working at home, extroverts often find themselves missing the company of others or they just miss the buzz around the office or having someone to chat with all the time. Extroverts also usually excel in leadership positions because they naturally stand out more. And once an extrovert is in charge of a situation, well, I really have yet to ever see introverts and their needs acknowledged in business settings, which is really a sad thing because on a high level, it does affect the health of introverts. I never knew this until I was robbed of all energy with autoimmune issues, and then it was very palpable. Now, workplaces will have what they typically call a diversity and inclusion program. And these programs are great. They're very much needed in in business environments. And this might be one of those statements where internet trolls might come after me at some point, but I have to say this. Unless and until businesses acknowledge introverts, they absolutely do not care about the health of their employees. I firmly believe that. Now, I know that many people will say, well, if you can't handle it, then maybe you shouldn't work there. But let me explain. If you work a full-time job and you break down the hours, you really spend most of your time with your coworkers, right? More than your family or your friends. Then you add in extra meetings, after work outings, mandatory dinners, and all of that extra stuff that is typically used against employees if they don't go with bells on. Over the years, it will take a toll on the health of an introvert. If an introvert is self-aware enough to prioritize the self-care that's needed to recharge their bodies from that much peopling, it virtually leaves them no time for a social life on their own terms, which 
is horrible. So that's why I feel that it's horrible for businesses to expect that much more while not even acknowledging the needs of introverts. Now, extroverts, I hope you're still listening. This is where I'd love to see more extroverts practice empathy. And this is also where I'd love to see introverts create and adhere to boundaries around social situations and times when other people like to lay on the guilt as heavy as a dump truck full of peanut butter. So when an introvert needs solitude to recharge for the sake of their mental health and friends say things like, come on, just come out for a little while. I've said this kind of thing on three or four other episodes already, but this is the kind of thing that is an utter disrespect of boundaries and I'm tired of seeing it happen. And tying this into the whole like, the age nonsense that I also love to rant about when people say things like, well, I guess I'm getting old because it's a Friday night and I just want to curl up in a blanket and watch a movie. No, this is not about getting old. It has nothing to do with that. So I truly wish people would have more self-awareness when they say things like that. For introverts anyway, that's what you call recharging your batteries so that you don't run your health off a cliff with adrenal issues, cortisol issues, mental health issues, which if left unchecked for years, it will, and this is proven by science, it will lead to digestive issues, leaky gut, autoimmune issues. That cycle has been endlessly proven and it's undeniable. So please don't try to change your introvert friends. Don't call it getting old because you need to recharge your batteries. It's called being smart. It's called being wiser than you used to be when you used to, you know, give away your energy for free all the time. So introvert, as as I was saying, introverts, or extroverts, please don't try to change your introvert friends. Their mental health and overall health really depends on having adequate time to replenish their energy in peace and quiet so that they can feel good about themselves. And just like I said, recharged and ready to go again. I wish I had had the proper words to express all of this throughout my life because honestly, I might not have even had autoimmune issues They might not have started or gotten as bad if I had had the right language for all of it in my teens and my 20s and beyond, but I didn't. And that's another reason why I wanted to make this episode. When I taught group fitness years ago and friends would see me or when I was on various dance teams and friends would come and watch, there have been numerous times when people will comment and say something along the lines of like, oh my gosh, you just transform into this next level type of energized person. I've never seen this side of you before. Now, I am a performer in my heart and soul, so I know how to turn that type of energy on at the right times. But I'm also extremely grateful that I now have the self-awareness to know that I cannot let my limited energy run rampant. I have to stay in control of how much energy I give away during any certain period of time in order to be as healthy as possible and in order to have energy for to do things I want to do and not just use my energy for what everybody else wants all the time. You can kind of think of it. Think of energy like currency. When introverts are around people, it's like they're making it rain with dollar bills flying everywhere. And when extroverts are around people, it's like they are picking up all of the money in the form of energy that everyone else is giving off. So when everybody leaves from work or a party or a social event, and it's like the introverts go home with no money left, 
and the extroverts go home with all of it. And then let's say maybe an extrovert texts their introvert friend the next day and says, hey, a bunch of us from work are going out for dinner tonight. You should come with us. It's like they're asking for even more money from them when they just gave it all away the night before. But they don't get it because their pockets are bursting with money or energy. So you see what I mean? If you think of it in currency, it's a little bit easier to see how this energetic exchange happens. Now, for me, at this point in life, I know that I can't seriously date or marry an extrovert. I know that it would never last with someone who loves huge social gatherings every single weekend. I simply can't do it. So it's a good thing that I didn't get married in my 20s or 30s when I didn't even have the language or the self-awareness for this. Now, if you've been following my Facebook or Instagram stories over the past few weeks, you'll know that I am now in a full-time personal training position with a new local gym. So it's good, but originally I only wanted something part-time. So I would be able to keep my energy up and be able to do the Fit Fizz podcast on a weekly basis and have enough adequate energy to build my business with Fit Fizz. But since part-time was not an option for this particular gym where they made me an offer, I decided to take a huge risk and go for it anyway. I mean, I had already applied to about 1,500 graphic design jobs over the course of three years with no luck, and I had to do something, even if it meant risking my health, unfortunately, because I have bills to pay. And I call it a huge risk because I knew that this would not only be a huge risk for the current state of my health, but I also knew it would impact my life simply because I am an introvert. Now, the word extrovert is not a verb, but I tend to use it that way. It's a job where I have to extrovert all day. I have to spend my day acting as an extrovert the best that I can while simultaneously trying to manage my energy expenditure. So it does take a lot out of me and my intrinsic energy, regardless of how much rest I get. Plus, being autoimmune, I'm operating on much less energy than other people to begin with. So it's a lot. That's why I say it's a huge risk. So I really have to guard my energy and my boundaries more closely than ever. And honestly, you know, I've had to make this agreement with myself for my health that if anyone gets demanding of my energy outside of that, I'm happy to tell them they can either pay my bills or they can leave. And the state of my health simply won't allow for any other option than for me to hold these tight boundaries right now. Um, if this happens to be the first episode that you're listening to and you're like, what? what is she talking about? This doesn't make sense. Please listen to episodes 7 and 17 to hear all about my autoimmune story. And that will make a lot more sense to you. And um, I also, this leads me to say that I'm not sure because of all of this, if I'm going to be able to consistently keep up with the Fit Fizz podcast, because my rest and my health does unfortunately have to be prioritized over the podcast since I don't make money off of this. But I still want you here. I still want your support. And I'm going to do the absolute best that I can to at least do every other week. Um, but it might be like three episodes a month. So we'll see how it goes. I also wanted to say that it's also no coincidence that there is a prevalence of autoimmune disease with introverts. Why is that? It's because our bodies are in fight or flight mode so much more often than extroverts because we have to extrovert in our day-to-day -day lives when it's not natural for us. And sometimes we don't get adequate time to recharge so that we can 
continue on in a healthy way. So I'm sure some people are rolling their eyes at all of this, but if you are, you're the one who has the biggest lessons to take away from this episode and implement into your daily life. And introverts that you know will thank you so much if you take took the time to listen today. So start by talking to people in your life. If they're Ask them if they're an introvert or an extrovert and how it makes them feel. I think that having those conversations will surprise you and help you to better understand those in your life. And I hope you learned something new today. If so, please share it with me on social media or email me. I would love to hear about it. Please share this with a friend. And it would also really mean a lot to me if you would leave a quick rating or review for the show. And until next time, I'm Kelly Wilson, your health concierge. And remember to breathe, stay strong, and always celebrate victory. Celebrate victory.